0: This week's episode is brought to you by the TalkBuster podcast. Every episode, Chris Chipman and a guest reminisce of their time working for Blockbuster. Now, even if you've never worked for a Blockbuster, I guarantee you'll find the stories both hilarious and relatable. One of my personal favorite stories was when he had a guest retelling his time of working at a porn shop the day before Christmas when they were just packed to the gills. So, listen to the TalkBuster podcast on all your favorite platforms today. Hello and welcome to Geeks with Shields, your home for all things good and nerdy in this The Darkest Timeline. I'm Lord Commander Orc, and with me as always is...
1: His shield brother, Axel Wright.
0: How's it going today, man?
1: Excellently. Playing D&D with Stevie and Wretched. Going really well. Gonna get back to that after this recording, uh, but this recording is important, so here I am. But I'm in high spirits. How are you doing?
0: Uh, pretty good. Had a bit of an interesting day in that it started around 1 last night when my daughter wouldn't go to bed, climbed into bed with us, kicked me out of bed around 2, got back into bed at 3, and was awoken at 7 because she was ready to be up, thinking I was going to have a crappy day, and then we got some surprise Christmas money, and money is always good, especially around the holidays.
1: Yeah, so we got a High Spirits episode for you with a really cool and really uh, landmark kind of topic for you guys. But before that, as we always do, Ulrich, tell us about our patrons.
0: Our patrons are those people that make this possible. They are Pam Galley, Marky, Christian, River Galley, Krug, Reedy, Stephen, and Arthur Crane. Now, if you'd like to become a patron, just head on over to our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash Geeks with Shields. It only costs you 25 cents an episode, and it goes a long way towards helping us produce this podcast.
1: So, as for our topic today, we have a first in Geeks with Shields, in that we have a uh, early review. Of something, We were sent a review copy of a thing. So boom, mark flag, whatever, checkbox, that thing. It's really cool. But our uh, friend Jason Inman, who we had on a while back, um, has written a comic along with Ashley V. Robinson. And I will go into the more details later. But the, they sent us a, a review copy of it. It's called Science, the Elements of Dark Energy. And we're here to kind of talk about it.
0: Yeah, for those of you who don't know, uh, they both host the uh, Geek History Lesson podcast. We've had Jason Imman on. He wrote the book, Super Soldiers, A Salute to Comic Book Carol. We've talked about that. And this is the second comic. They've had, they've had a couple comics, but this is the second issue, I believe, in their ongoing science series. And, yeah, we got sent an early review copy. And we read it, and I liked it.
1: Yeah, I liked it, too. But, hold on, because it's an early review copy, let's do our, for um, like we term, spoiler-free stuff first which very simply uh, the i didn't know this was a second one actually so i just i just read what you sent me but uh i understood it perfectly well so you've got a a plot that's about there's this school it's called like the prometheus school and it's a science it's a stem heavy school like various kinds of sciences engineering physics uh, biochemistry and organics and stuff like that and the plot as it were, it follows a group of students. Mostly, you've got, and I apologize a lot of their names didn't like didn't stick in my head, but that's mostly on me. But you've got like this kid who likes uh, who is like the worst apparently, even though he's in the school. Who makes rocket boots? His name is uh, Anthony. You've got, let's see, what was the main character's name? It was like Yasim. Uh,
0: Let me pull it up real
1: Tamson. There we go, Tamson. So Tamson's our main character. Uh, she's got this roommate, um, Garen, like, who is my favorite character, but I'll get to that in a second. And there's a few other like people going around, but the plot involves the fact that uh, Tamson's father was one of the people who helped make this school, and that the current headmaster was like his partner. And this isn't spoiler because right at the beginning, you you find out that Tamson has like a uh, she has a ai or something that is basically of her father and she is working with that ai to do uh accomplish a certain goal at the school so that is as far as i really want to get into the plot wise what's what's engaging about this comic for me anyway is how much like actual science it does kind of touch on because if you're gonna call your comic science better have some actual science and what it likes to do throughout the comic that I think is really cool is it introduces an idea through dialogue uh, with a couple characters. And it'll have this robot called a, a STAT, which is an acronym for the kind of robot it is essentially, that will show up in a, um, like a half page and kind of give some background to what that topic that they mentioned in the previous page is in the real world. Like when they talk about dark energy, they have someone giving a lecture. And then in the next panel, the robot's like, oh yeah, and dark energy is actually this in the you know the real world. And they don't still call it that, they just act it. But still, like that kind of stuff is awesome to
0: me, personally. Yeah, I thought that was a really nice touch because I do like that there's a lot of actual science and then I love that they have a breaking down of, this is this jargon that you may not understand. So you're getting a great one, two. And I think this would be a great comic. I don't know where the target audience is, but in high schools, so I think this would be a great comic to have in your high school.
1: So this feels like... I don't know, uh, I don't mean this in a positive or negative way, just a different way. This feels, uh, this reminds me a lot of something like Big Hero 6, in that it's basically, you know, a high school setting, kind of, with a bunch of young, very science-oriented um, characters that are working together for the various goals. But it feels more um, grounded and more interested in, like, kind of character drama for like their term than big hero six did i never actually read big hero six i only saw that movie but you get my idea that like premise wise it has some yeah. similarities
0: uh the inspiration was what if you had the fantastic four tackling more grounded scientific things like you would in star trek
1: it's funny to me considering that the headmaster looks a lot more like a doctor strange dude but uh, <laughs> his name is a uh, lucan leveron but anyway i just i like i'm trying to get these names because like I, I said Garen was the only one I remember because Garen is awesome. Garen, by the way, the roommate is like this very, I hate to use this term, but I can't think of a better example. She's like a free spirit. She's very uh, kind of not into the you know authority of things. She, by her own admission, is not necessarily as smart as the other students, but she's very like there. She's still very intelligent and she's very, uh, She really has these ideas, like really good ideas that she's trying to track down, and she's maybe a little reckless, but she's fun, and she's fun to read and watch her interactions. So,
0: Yeah, no, this is a really good comic. I mean, I am kind of want to track down the first one, because there's a couple things I'm curious about. I mean, I really enjoyed Super Soldiers. I've read the first issue of Aurora and the Eagle, which is the comic book from... Kickstarter phases, but I'm looking forward to the full release of that. So this is definitely I kind of want to read some more of this comics, because I'm a big comic guy, you're not. But that this, a, is, this is different than what I would traditionally read, and I
1: liked that. But that was the thing I want to bring up, too, is that I'm not really into comics. And um, I, like, I like manga a little bit. I don't read a whole lot of it. The last comic I read was, I read uh, Kamala Khan's Miss Marvel, but I only read like two chapters of it, which I... Uh, or two issues, I should say. And I really liked it, but I'm just not a fan of Western comic style in general. And that still happens here, but I like science. I like the story. I like a lot of the characters. So it's not not a criticism at all when I say I'm not into the style. I think it's just a style that is not for me personally, but I, all the characters look good, certainly. And I, it's like the art is always very easy to tell what's happening, which that's really important in these kind of settings. And it is dynamic. Like, as someone who's really in animation, I really hate when something, when exposition is just like a character sitting with their mouth flapping. The equivalent in um, non animated medium is to have repeated panels of people just like, Standing with their bubbles, and this com- this comic doesn't really do that. There are you know plenty of times of exposition, but they're usually spread out while characters are doing other things. While they're in you know, sometimes like hiding their actions from other people, but they're they're still active while they're talking. You know.
0: Yeah. No. This is again really good. Art that's not cluttered. People, you know, it's not static. It doesn't feel, for lack of a better word, cheap or lazy in the art and how it's drawn and how the story is told. My only real complaint, and this is only at the very beginning. I Hold felt on. Before... Like the
1: floor... oh, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: The only, I felt like at the... And it's only at the beginning. I felt like I was missing panels because it kind of leaps locations. And I was kind of confused for a little bit, like, wait a second. How did I get here? It was my only real complaint. But that really rectifies itself later on as it gets going. And you're like, okay, I can follow where I'm at now.
1: I think I remember feeling that like once there was like one transition where I I felt like I had missed something. Also as a side note, this Institute, the floors look like circuit boards and the engineer part of me was like, that is awesome. I want that carpet or rug or whatever that is.
0: (laughs) That's so gotta be on purpose.
1: Yeah, I'm sure it was just one of those cool, like little design things. And I love that I don't know how to say this appropriately. The character designs are very different and not only from each other but from what I'm used to and that is just cool. Like there's this uh, one girl, she's like the mechanical engineer and she, you know she's wearing like overalls and a bandana <laughs> and I don't know something about that in the school just seemed really it's like it stands out and makes her even though I don't remember much about her other than one point she uses what looks like a ghostbuster proton pack and it was awesome um but her design like i won't forget it you know
0: yeah no for sure and i love like i said the school is a fascinating setting that really does make me want to go back and read more of this as well as i love all the little beatles references
1: i didn't catch the beatles references
0: there are a ton of Beatles references and i'm here for it
1: i will say that me personally because i'm into manga uh a little bit and anime more so i'm actually really tired of the high school setting which is why it's funny that to me this doesn't really feel like a high school setting i know it, it is technically these are 16 year olds but because this is like an institute and the way that they kind of carry themselves and talk only the scenes that take place like in a cafeteria ever felt like high school setting the rest of it feels more like a college story and I don't know, I, I, Maybe that makes it more palatable to someone like me, who's just personally burnt out by because I didn't. I, I never once felt like, oh, uh, you know, another school drama. Like I love My Hero Academia, but every now and then I watch that. I'm like, okay, move on with the school stuff. And I didn't get that yeah, feeling here.
0: I get that, and I mean that never really occurred to me at the school saying like I was already past that. Like these are interesting characters. I said it before I'll say it again. I think this would be a great comic in a high school because there's a lot of stuff that I feel you do deal with in high school. These are great. There's a great diversity of characters you don't traditionally see, which is again, great. I don't oh, to, like, and for anyone
1: much. and for anyone who um, hears the description, science-based, you know, high school drama, and that doesn't excite you. Uh, and when I said it's grounded, it is, but Again, without spoilers, near the second half of the comic, things start getting a little more, I don't know, superhero-y, for lack of a better term, where there are some science-based kind of abilities that show up, which kind of change the nature of what's going on and the stakes. And it gets... uh, I've been going back recently and reading a lot of, like, you know, original Spider-Man and, like, uh, old Steve Ditko stuff, and it felt like the better versions of that if you know what i mean where it's like okay you've got i mean well especially because spider-man villains always came from like a technology accident or something like that so we've got a situation very similar here where something happens someone has new found power of some sort and their reaction to it is understandable and engaging while still being you know familiar and different i don't know
0: yeah no that makes sense um so you ready to move into spoilers
1: yeah, so I'd say um, from this point on, we're going to go more heavily into what actually happened. So I would say uh, just because, again, we're, we're reviewing this early. If, um, if you haven't got your hands on it yet, if you're watching this before it's out or when it's out, just stop here. Go get your hands on it. Read it yourself. Uh, I do highly recommend it. I'm someone who doesn't like comics, and I did really like it. So that's my, my thing.
0: Yeah, this will be available the eight December eighteenth on Amazon, comic book shops. Yeah, definitely strong recommend. And if you've read it and you're coming back now to join spoilers, welcome back. So
1: first thing, spoiler wise, there are some lines in this I adore. There's a line somewhere near the end. It's something like Hey, I'm two minutes older than you, and I command you to stop being evil. <laughs> that maybe yep,
0: like, I like that line.
1: Yeah. And then what was there was one more, and I don't know why it doesn't stand out to me, but it's just a few like ridiculous uh, wonderful lines like that because all right, so when I said the whole powers thing before, Garen, who like I said is my favorite character, basically becomes like the Phoenix, <laughs> but through dark energy. So still like the Phoenix, I guess. And the point is everyone's gotta basically stop her from destroying the school.
0: <laughs> I can't believe I didn't think of that as I was reading it.
1: What that she's the Phoenix?
0: Yeah, that just didn't occur to me like I was into the story and just like, oh, where's this gonna go? What's going on? You know, this is kinda cool. Didn't even pause to, you know, take a step back and look at it from another level.
1: I um also love the fact that just aesthetically, like her hair turns white and her eyes go white, and then she like she starts flirting with the nurse who's trying to keep her You know, there, who is the twin I mentioned, and then she just kisses her and it like infects her and turns her white and gives her powers too. And so, I don't know, it was just engaging. uh, (laughs) It was something different and out there. But that's when proton pack situation happens. It doesn't, it doesn't work. Still an awesome scene though.
0: I love that she goes, and I'm a god now. I, that, that if you long-term listeners know, yeah, of course, Ulrich relates to that part of the story.
1: Yeah. So again, this is um, for those of you now who have read it, you know what we're talking about. And if you haven't read it, well, then uh, you shouldn't be listening. But so yeah, like it turns out that uh, the Tamsin's dad was actually the 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 AI has been lying to her. Kind of Tamsin's dad was corrupted like this. He also became evil, and the current headmaster had to like put him down essentially. (laughs) Um, But. Now that Garen has turned this way, yeah, she has a total god complex, and she's like, "I'm going to evolve humanity, and I made this other person the queen. That was kind of interesting, I was like, why she's the one who made her. why is she calling her the queen? I guess it's like goddess queen is below goddess I guess that, it makes is, sense.
0: that was kind of like I didn't understand what was totally going on there. I went with it. I mean it wasn't I'm not gonna complain,
1: yeah, exactly. Uh, I will say that i um from a more not a problem standpoint, but one thing that didn't really work for me is I was never really into Tamsin until like the very end It was mostly Tamsin's relationship with Garen that I was really into. Like at the beginning, I wasn't that interested in her as a character, but I, by the end I was into like, cause again, huge spoiler alert. Um, they think Garen dies. She doesn't, but they think so. And Tamsin's reaction to it is what like, It got, you know, I was, I was invested at that point, but after that point, I was way more interested in basically everyone except Hanson, And I'm not sure why that is.
0: I think it's because we don't have the first book that establishes her to make that connection. Because I kind of got to that point and it's like, well, this is all very interesting and you're all very interesting characters, but I haven't really had a chance to get to know or care about any of you. So I'm kind of, I know I haven't made that connection, so it's not hitting me as hard.
1: That could be, but like I, really I said, by think- the end, of it, by the end of it, I was, I, I was more invested in Tamsin. I just it took me longer than the other characters. I mean, the first scene is with that Anthony kid, like trying and failing to make rocket boots, and that was enough for me to be like, all right, you're kind of a goober, but I like you.
0: Well, rocket boots tend to sway people to your side pretty
1: quickly. Ah, uh, here we go. Sorry, I found the line. I am two minutes older than you, and I order you to stop being evil. Yeah, it was wonderful.
0: Yeah, no, if I had a twin, I'd have that on a T-shirt. I wish I could find the other
1: line. I'm just trying to think of what it what it was. It was something. Ah, re- oh. yeah, I'll think of it later. And then I'll and then I'll be like, that wasn't in the recording. Damn.
0: No, there's a gun. This has got really great writing. The art style is really good. Uh gonna hammer home again. Go pick this up, even if you know this doesn't sound like it's for you. If you have a younger, you know, niece or daughter or you know, teen preteen, I guarantee, perfect. This will work for them. It is, you know, I guarantee. Good gift. Get the uncle points. I,
1: yeah, I will say, um, again, I'm just trying to be fair. Like, I'm I'm gonna be honest about my feelings, right? Like I overall liked it. But another thing that was weird to me was when we finally reveal that the headmaster like had to put down the dad after he got the powers, they really completely gloss over how he developed the gun that he used. Like he literally says in on, like one panel, he's like, and I made this this gun to to put him down and um, it was just so weird because everything else in the 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 story up to that point was very like, oh, it's dark energy. Here's what that means. Here's how they did it. Here's how this works. And then it just gets to like, here's literally one of the most important MacGuffins in this kind of like story, this gun that can basically stop a dark energy phoenix. And he just says, oh yeah, and I made it off, off screen. It was just yeah, it was weird.
0: I don't know. That didn't bug me as much as I felt that it was really kind of obvious that the dad was not on the level almost very early on like, you're a bit too hal 9000 for me to trust you
1: well yeah right out again i think that comes from there's probably in the first chapter more like or less ambiguous you know interactions with him you know
0: yeah i i really do want to get the first book and see how much it affects the reading of this
1: and, and that's on us. But to be fair, again, I didn't even know there was a first book until you told me 20 minutes ago. So I just thought this was a, a story on its own. And it worked for me. So that's why I didn't question it.
0: <laughs> I think that's the standing endorsement right there. It works on its own, which, again, a lot of people have that problem with comics. Like, well, I don't want to get into it because what if I've missed a chunk and I'll feel lost not here i mean neither of us have read the first one but we were able to kind of jump in and go okay this this works this makes sense i'm going to go back and read the first book to you know because i enjoyed this book but it really stands on its own so at the end
1: right if we're gonna maybe read and uh, talk about the next chapter whenever whenever that comes out or issue again i'm so used to manga i call it chapters but with comics they're issues um just because this is about a 110 page comic So it's like, it's, it's decently sized. It's longer than I'm used to. But at the very end, did you get the feel Like the headmaster, right at the beginning, we're supposed to be against him because he's the one who supposedly killed the dad. Then it's revealed, actually, the dad was the problem. This guy was actually pretty good. Then at the end it flips back. Well, actually he's keeping alive. Garen, like in a cage without telling anyone so that he can basically run tests on her. And he has the, the, the dad AI under his control now. And he has this really well, evil looking look on his face when he's like, it's time we talked old friend. So what do you think's going on with him?
0: <laughs> Moral ambiguity. I mean, I, I really like it because I, I'm going kind to of there with you. Like, okay, you were one thing. Now you're another. And now we're going to was like, I don't really know what your deal is. And I mean, it works as intended, you know, kind of hook you to like, okay, what's the next issue going to be? What what's going on there? Well, I kind of want to know. He could just be a dude. He's like, yeah, I'm good when I'm good, but at the same time, dude was creating supervillains in a secret underground lab.
1: Yeah, but I think it's important again to establish that my feelings is that this is not a superhero comic. Don't don't think it is. That's why that's why I said it's like it's like Big Hero Six, but more grounded. Big Hero Six is a superhero story that happens to use this same kind of premise. This is more like a science and human drama story that happens to tip uh, dip its toes into, like, Ditko-esque superhero stories. Like, you know what I mean?
0: Oh, yeah, I would describe it as if you like Iron Man, you like the science and the grounding behind Iron Man, you're going to dig this.
1: All right, I feel like uh, I've gotten my my feelings quit. there, Like I said, there's 110 pages, so there's a lot of other little details I could go into. And if I had read it, had more time to read it, I probably would have their names better and I maybe once we read more of it I'll get that more tacked down. But again, um my I guess my endorsement. Thumbs up.
0: Yeah. So again to repeat, this will be available December eighteenth on Amazon at all your local comic book shops. If they don't have it, just ask for Science, the Elements of Dark Energy by Jason Inman Ritt. and Ashley Victoria Robinson.
1: Art by Desiree Pittman and Becca Kinsey, lettering by Taylor Esposito. I just wanted to give those uh, their other names on the front cover. I want to give them, you know, audio time as well.
0: Fair enough. Those, I mean, kind of the unsung, I'm not say heroes, but when people talk comics, you only typically know like maybe the writer and maybe the key artist.
1: I mean, I'm not used to seeing lettering listed, so go Taylor Esposito, your job's important. I will say the cover looks awesome and gave me a completely different interpretation of what it was going to be because the cover is Tamsin like just holding her glasses and crazy energy like crackling around her. So, again, because I've been reading, you know, Miss Marvel, I, I thought it was going to be more cliche than it is. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I get that.
1: And I'm glad I was wrong. I'm just, it's uh, weird because it's both a good thing and a bad thing. I think the cover looks cool. It just made me think it was going to be more of a superhero story, and it's not.
0: Yeah, fair enough. All right. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Be sure to like, share, subscribe, do all the things. Once again, thank you to Mr. Jason Inman for sending us a early review copy.
1: Yeah. And I look forward to reading more of this. And whatever you're listening to us on, thanks. We're on uh SoundCloud, Stitcher, Podcast, Google Play, lit uh what else? I'm missing one.
0: Uh Spotify and iHeartRadio.
1: Ah, I didn't know iHeartRadio. That's I think I said that last time, but I didn't it didn't stick in my memory yet. But anyway, if there's another platform you'd like us to be on, let us know and we'll look at
0: As always this has been Lord Commander Orik and his S.H.I.E.L.D. brother, Axel Wright. Be sure to tune in next time, and as always, stay honorable.